0: Romans 8. Today's scripture reading is found in Romans chapter 8 verses 1 through 4 from the Message Translation, which reads, With the arrival of Jesus, the Messiah, our fateful dilemma is resolved. Those who enter under Christ's being here for us no longer have to live under a continuous low-lying black cloud. A new power is in operation. The spirit of life in Christ, like a strong wind, has magnificently cleared the air, freeing you from a faded lifetime of brutal tyranny at the hands of sin and death. God went for the jugular when he sent his own son. He didn't deal with a problem as something remote and unimportant. In his son, Jesus, he personally took on the human condition, entered the disordered mess of struggling humanity in order to set it right once and for all. The law code, weakened as it was by fractured human nature, could never have done that. The law always ended up being used as a band-aid on sin instead of a deep healing of it. And now what the law code asked for but we couldn't deliver is accomplished as we, instead of redoubling our own efforts, simply embrace what the Spirit is doing in us. This is God's Word. one piccolo two flutes two oboes two clarinets and bassoons and cornets and trumpets violins and violas cellos and double basses tampani drums bass drums snare drums cymbals tambourines and triangles four horns three trombones and a tuba and any extra brass instruments available and don't forget the cannon Specifically, one full battery of cannon, which means four to six, preferably six. This is the musical inventory required for performing Tchaikovsky's 1812 Overture, which just happens to be an old favorite of mine. It builds from the subdued but powerful singing of a choir to that glorious summiting climax in which that full battery of artillery is unleashed, accompanied by the resonating, deafening ringing of church bells. And this is precisely how I hear what has to be one of the most dramatic and stunning and brilliant climaxes in any of Paul's letters, or I might say of all literature, period. The eighth chapter of Paul's letter to the Romans. What began with a building lament of universal human depravity where no one has any corner on the market that lament transitioning into a heralding pronouncement of the arrival of divine shalom through a humiliating death and triumphant resurrection through which light has dawned upon all of surging struggling humanity a triumph in which all humanity shares through the simple posture of abraham-like trust of leaning into that dawning light rather than trying to make it so through our own tireless religious and moral and political posturing. The building lament transitions to a building celebration of life that, though pausing to carefully if not to say tediously note the frustrating multiplied detours we take as we struggle to realize light in the midst of painstakingly persistent inner darkness, well, it all now reaches the triumphant crescendo that is Romans 8, including at least one full battery of artillery and massive church bells. This week, we lean into this triumphant crescendo first, because what better way to spend this week's reflections, especially if it's been a while since you've really heard it and your senses are on overload with lament and frustration over painstakingly persistent inner and outer darkness. Second, because two of the four lines of scripture this week that are being crafted into one powerful anchoring passage come from Romans 8. So let yourself experience the crescendo this week. Hit pause on the podcasts of lament and angst and frustration. Hit play On Paul's overture of Romans 8. If you need a more detailed review of Romans up to this point to to put the crescendo in context, access the Bible Project's video summation of Romans, either on their app or on their website. Also, you're getting Paul's crescendo in six parts this week, one part a day. Consider taking the time to read it daily, in toto, all of it, perhaps using a different translation each time. Ready? Go. So, as we pause for a moment of personal reflection and prayer, ponder, what do you hear when you hear or read Romans 8? What lines are most impactful, at least this time through? How might our life personally and collectively be shaped if we spent more time in the crescendo of Paul's overture instead of in the ever-building, cacophonous human playlist eternally stuck on repeat? Lord, you can't find firm footing in a swamp, but life rooted in you stands firm. Lord, so says the ancient sage in Proverbs, And so is life, a swamp when it's not a storm. Root my life in you, in the midst of the swamp, in the middle of the storm. Anchor me, ground me, center me in the realities of you, of your sustaining presence, of your unfailing love, as I experience the triumphant crescendo that is Romans 8. Let it enter my weary bones and touch the tired spot deep within. Through your mercies,